Morning, John. Morning, Steve. Yeah, morning, bro. <laughs> morning, bro. Yeah, well, John, John's confused because I uh, I screwed up uh, our uh, intro. Pat, patented intro. Yes, so I guess that's the way it's going to be today, huh, John? A little off, off our game. Well, you know, it's the wrong day, so I, 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 I'm, I'm having trouble coping, John. So there you go. All right, so you're you're ready on this fine Saturday morning, huh, John? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so John, uh, let's get right into the poop. Uh, are you going to watch the game today? Mm. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. So this is where John is as an IU fan. He's not even watching their games. Uh, he, he's. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure what to say about John's current status as a college basketball fan are you john uh yeah it's not good it's not it's not good huh okay so just put out there iu plays at home right against michigan today their last home game their last home game of the season uh we're not sure uh i'm sure it'll be senior day i'm not sure what that means because everybody has another year of eligibility so uh I don't know if you have to commit to not coming back before they will <laughs> give you the plaque or whatever for senior day, right, John? Right. Yeah. It's a bit, but uh, it is kind of, kind of, kind of typical of the last year. We're kind of lost in all this, right? But it's usually yeah. it's usually a day where teams play over their head. Uh, but then I think part of that is the crowd being there, and and you just you don't have that this year. So uh, there you go. Yeah, I can't. Did you see the line for the game? No. Was it six? Eight. Eight. Huh. Hmm. Low. Wow. What'd you say? Low since they just blew a fifteen-point lead in the first half against Rutgers and lost by. They only lost by eleven, I think, in the end. They were down twenty when I turned it off. Just, yeah, just pretty impressive. It it is, and Rutgers is only the seventh best team in the conference and Michigan I think is pretty clearly the best but anyway eight eight is the number huh okay I'll have to keep that in mind so they John scored, uh, they scored six points in 15 minutes of, of playing time uh, you know I keep trying to get you out of this misery by changing the subject John but you just keep shoveling deeper in, into it <laughs> <laughs> so, so scored six points in 15 minutes uh, I think the answer is missed shots, John. How's that for how's that for in-depth analysis? The kind of obviousness people turn to us for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll just leave all that behind. So, John, let's talk. Uh, let's see. We're three minutes in. Let me mark that. Three minutes in. Let's talk about movie reviews, John, because I know you watched a couple things in the last week, and and I watched something yesterday that probably needs to be talked about. So um, let's uh, let's do a little of that, eh? Okay. Okay. So so start the movie that I'm. You told me that I'm not supposed to watch. Uh, I care a lot. Why don't you tell me about that, John? It's got Rosamund Pike and. Peter Dinklage in it, um, and Rosamund Pike plays a character that is running a uh, 
a legal so. scam. It's a legal scam. Oh. I mean, it technically is uh, on the elderly where she gets a doctor to say that um, they're suffering from dementia or, you know, they're incapable of taking care of themselves. And the court, she's actually legally a court-appointed guardian guardian of this individual. And she comes in and takes them to a nursing home, puts them in a home, and uh, basically uh, siphons all their funds and uh, until they die, in which at that point the will kicks in. But um, yeah. she ends up choosing one of the, the, the wrong person. And, of course, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's where... Peter Dinklage's character comes in, and uh, it's quite entertaining. It's very um, Rosamund Pike-like. You know, she, those of you who are not familiar, she's uh, the star of Gone Girl with, with a twist, and this movie definitely is not without twists. Okay. Yes, so, so I, I saw that uh, it was uh, she was back to her Gone Girl self in, in this role. Oh, uh, in this movie. Let me she's, tell you. A, she's a bad bitch in this movie. Yeah, well, she was a pretty bad one in that movie too. Uh, and and you say this about legal and scams. I mean, isn't this what Britney Spears is putting up with, John? Except she's <laughs> except she's not elderly. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's court appointed uh, um, uh, whatever receiver, and uh, they can do what they want with your money. So there you go. So we start with uh, John who. Let me remind everybody, and it's kind of a joke in our living room, John. John likes everything. So, uh, John, John, John likes uh, um, I Care A Lot with Rosamund Pike uh, shafting old people. Uh, so, so, John, I tried, to, I tried to watch Tom and Jerry yesterday, John. Yeah. I, I, I got mocked. I, a, I got mocked for turning it on. And you actually suggested it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big time. Okay. I'm a big uh, cartoon fan. Although I think we're, yeah. I think we're not supposed to call them cartoons anymore. And, and I like Tom and Jerry. And uh, uh, I, I will say this: uh, I'm not sure why they decided to make a Tom and Jerry movie, and then put humans in it. You know, real people. But uh, the real people really, really let the whole thing down. So uh, the the best the best joke I saw before turning it off because it was determined it was making us all stupider in the living room, was, was uh, Colin Jost, uh, Jost from Saturday Night Live says of his cartoon bulldog uh, that uh, he acts that way because he's, a, he's very animated. So uh, that, was the, uh, that, that was the joke of the day. So, uh, very, very punny. Yeah, very, very, yeah, punny sort of, yeah. So, yes, it, uh, I, I thought it was a dud. I, I'm not sure... I guess these days you can do um, animation with people. So studios, I'll think this is the thing to do. I would have been good with, you know, a a 60-minute Tom chases Jerry and keeps getting, you know, things. Yeah, things keep happening to him. Uh, Not good things. But, uh, no, I guess that wasn't good enough. So uh, there, there was a whole human side element that was not really... Would have been a terrible movie, uh, but uh, I was told I was not really the target audience. So maybe if you're uh, 12, uh, maybe maybe it works, John. Okay. Which I don't think is much of our audience. No, I don't think it's 
affects any of our audience. No, no, I, I, I think more of our audience is, is worried about the lesson they can learn from the Rosamund Pike movie. <laughs> 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 well, I had to, yeah, kind of had to go back in. I'm glad you laughed at it, though. Okay, so John, last Friday you had a double header, right? A, a twin bill. Yes, and uh, now I can't remember what we watched last Friday. Uh, you watch you watched Palm Springs. Oh yeah, we watched Palm Springs, yeah. uh, which we thought was pretty clever and uh, very good. Yeah. So tell tell me more about Palm Springs. You, you, you know, I was criticized for for having the uh, lead actor's name wrong. Uh, I said I said Adam Sandberg, which is neither person's name who I might have had in mind. Uh, but yes. uh, yeah, but it's Andy Sand Andy Sandberg, right? Uh, and I don't remember what the who the young woman is who's he keeps getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of a. Uh she's one of those people that you've seen in a lot of movies but you, she's never you never really remember her yeah. she's not because she's an unrememberable actress it's just because she kind of always plays like that second and third tier yeah um, yeah so you enjoyed that right i did did it um, did it solve any of our time anomaly questions john it certainly did not um but it was uh i think the who kind of stole the show myself was uh jk simmons uh, which I, I I like pretty much everything he's in. Of course, yeah. as you know, I, I like everything. But yeah, he's a very good actor, and uh, I thought his his the, role in that movie was pretty entertaining. The scene in the backyard uh, uh, was yes. <laughs> is pretty good. Where he's got little kids. I can't remember what he do. Goes goes and kills him, doesn't he? Yeah, he shoots <laughs> him in the fucking trash can. <laughs> Puts him, puts him in the uh, big uh, trash container for, for the trash truck and kills him because, you know. The, the drive of the traffic home. <laughs> yeah, yeah so because, because, of course, the premise is once you die, you come back and start the day over again. Right, John? Yeah. 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 I like it when he's like, okay, you got to fucking go. You're creeping everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. You're creeping my kids out. Yeah. yeah. You know, my wife doesn't understand why, who you are, why you're here or any of this. So, yeah. So, so what else did you watch, John? I forget the other movie we watched on Friday. Okay, well, you know, we're not going to spend 30 seconds waiting on you to remember. So, by the way, John, we did this stuff about time anomalies and movies and all that last week, John, and I got a text from, from one of my buddies saying, you spent all that time on that and you never mentioned the Ohio State, you didn't break down the Ohio State-Michigan game. You know, what, what, what are you doing? So, uh We'll break down the Ohio State-Michigan game now, right, John? <laughs> well, it was pre-game. I mean, we talked about the Ohio State-Michigan game and how it was must-see TV. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was every bit as good a game as uh, we we uh, plugged it. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, a, it, it is, and and uh, I, I think I kind of have a tendency to agree with your comment. I think it was earlier this week when Michigan steamrolled. Whomever they steamrolled earlier, they beat you know, they, they beat I, they beat Iowa real bad uh, like Tuesday night. Maybe it was Wednesday night. Yes, yeah, midweek, uh, right? Yeah, they might be the best team in the nation. They might when they're playing that way. You you, it's hard to imagine a team uh, beating them when they play the way they played the second half of the Iowa game. Yeah, so, uh, so that that's 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 a segue, John, into into uh, bracket talk, right? So. Um, okay. Last week we didn't 
I, we didn't get into it as much as um, we might have, but uh, uh, right now, John, and, and everybody's going to remember that, A, John John uh, is not really into college basketball yet this year, and uh, but B, John always has an opinion. So uh, here, here we go, John. Uh, name the teams you think can win the national championship. Michigan, Baylor, Gonzaga, Ohio State. Maybe Illinois or uh, Nova. I don't see anybody from the three line that really scares me. Okay. I feel like this is going to be a really, really chalky year. Yeah. So, so you went you, you for for fans at home without a bracket in front of them. John just went for the four one seeds on everybody's board and two from the two line, right, John? Yeah. Right. And I don't really see uh, Bama and West Virginia really. I don't. I don't think they can oh. make that keep of a run. Is West Virginia on the two line now? Palms board. Oh, they're on, on Jerry. Funny. Yeah, my man Jerry's uh, board. Okay, yeah. So, John, just because we'll do this for bracket talk uh, when I, when we do our bracket show, which is in well, three. We'll probably do it three weeks from today, right, John? The morning of the real first round games, right? Unless we do it a little right. earlier, we'll already have our brackets turned in. And our money, our money spent already, right, John? Correct. So uh, three weeks from now, when we're doing this, John, here, here is what I'm going to say. Uh, according to legend, um, over the years, uh, to win the national championship, teams have been in the top 20 in both uh, offensive and defensive efficiency, according to. Mr. Ken, Kim Pomeroy, Kim Palm, as he's known, Ken, at KenPalm.com. I hope he, he's going to give us a kickback, right? Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Spotify in a minute, speaking of kickbacks. All right, so here are the six teams that qualify, if that is our number. You named them, Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Illinois, and two others, Houston and Southern Cal. And just, just missing... At the time, when, when I looked this up last Friday, UVA was 13th and 23rd, and uh, Texas was 20th and 25th. So any of those that I just added to your list, Houston, USC, UVA, or UT, ring your bell any? No. No. So you, 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 you don't know that the numbers are going really uh, do it for them. No, no, I don't think so. You don't think so. It probably I used to making a small run in this, but I don't see them going all the, the way to the finals. But they just lost, right? Since last Friday's yeah. show, they lost over the weekend, right? And that's and USC got beat pretty bad. I lost track of days, but uh, this week they got beat at Colorado, and they weren't even in the game uh, from the get go. So that didn't help. And UVA got beat at home by North Carolina State. That's two losses in a row, right? Yeah, and uh, I don't. What did Texas do this week? Uh, 
Did they end up? Interesting because they have Texas and Virginia. Well, can or, uh, probably both threes. Jerry has them as a four and five seed. Oh, he's Texas got said, he's got UVA down to five. Or is it the other way? Yeah, now? right. Four and Texas at five. Oh, I wow! Texas must have lost some games. They were Texas like lost to last Saturday. They lost to West Virginia, eighty-four, eighty-two, at home. At home, right? But then they beat Kansas, seventy-five, seventy-two, yeah. at home in overtime. That's right. They got right. a tough game today. Uh, they got a good game today with Texas Tech, and Texas Tech has been right. A little wishy. I mean, they've been good, really good in spots, and then they've they've lost a couple of stinkers. So, so so John, John, your your short list is only six, huh? Yeah. Okay. So when you sit down with your bracket, you're going. You you think it's going to be those six teams will end up in the final four, huh? Well, I mean, I can't put six teams in the final four, but I think it'll be four of those six. Yes. Well, that's okay. Thank you for clarifying what I meant, but yes. Okay, so so John, have you paid enough attention to be able to say this is the team that's uh, going to be, uh, you know, uh, maybe an eight seed, a seven seed, maybe even a six seed who's going to win three, four games? I don't think there is one this year. You don't think there is one? You don't think somebody – because – uh, according to Bra- uh, Bracket Dave this morning, uh, his latest bracket has Purdue as a five seed playing Loyola of Chicago, a name I'm sure you remember, right, John? Yep. Yep, three years ago they went to the Final Four. So you don't see a team like Loyola of Chicago making another run, huh? No. No. Just... Um, again, the one team I would think could potentially make a deep run um might be texas tech okay they've just lost two in a row to kansas and oklahoma city yeah. or oklahoma state right but they so they're they're trending downward yeah and we all we all want to remember that they were the <clears throat> national finalists to to the last time we played a tournament so uh, they kind of they kind of have a thing so, all right. So, uh, John, um, there was a conversation uh, in, in my car yesterday because of the radio show. Uh, why don't people uh, respect Gonzaga more? I think it's maybe it's West Coast um, bias or whatever you want to call it. East Coast bias. Right. Small school. They're not a very good conference. Right. Um, so it's not like they've had a, a lot of competition. I don't know that they've had a what's a quality looking at their schedules. You find find a good quality win that they've had. Well, they beat they beat everybody. They beat Auburn. They beat uh, Illinois. I think uh, they beat Kansas early in the year when Kansas was ranked right in the top ten. They were sixth at the time so i guess we call that one a good win they beat iowa in december they beat at they, iowa they beat they beat west virginia which is their closest game of the year and virginia so they've got a couple of good wins on their schedule that, that, they, that's a lot of good wins you just named john yeah 
But and they've won most of their games rather decisively. West Virginia, like you said, West Virginia was their closest one at eighty-seven, eighty-two, and everything else has been. They, they they have won 20 consecutive games by more than 10 points. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty consistent. Right. So, but but John, how many people you think are going to have Gonzaga winning it in their bracket in three weeks? Probably less than 25% of the nation. Yeah, I bet, but probably, probably less than that. They, they don't get a lot of respect, I guess, because they've never won one, but uh yeah so we're, we're we're throwing them a little love today they have a really really good team if you can't tell by every stat we just threw out including the fact they're number two in the country in ken palm offensive efficiency and number six in defensive efficiency which uh those are that's great numbers right john yeah and of course baylor seems to be right behind them right Yes. All right. So, I, I guess, and you know, and and they were supposed to play early in the year in COVID. They were ba- yep. Baylor, Baylor COVID. I think uh, canceled the game. So, uh, they may end up playing again at the yeah that Monday so night. They've, some, uh, they've only got this will be interesting because they've only got two seniors on their team. I don't know that anybody is maybe. I mean, they're not really the type of school that is got a bunch of ones and dones in there. Oh, well, everything I hear is uh, Kospert, who is their best player, is, is done. So they don't think he's coming back. You are talking yeah. Gonz- you are talking Gonzaga, right? Yeah, but he's also a senior. Right. Well, I guess technically he has another they, year. They, they, all, they all get to, yeah, they all get to come back. That's why senior day is, is uh, huh, problematic. Is that the word we're going with? It'll be like it'll be like Palm Springs, right? We'll do it yeah. again next year with the same guys. <laughs> see if we can, yeah, exactly. see see if we can get it right this time, right? So yeah, there I pulled Palm Springs back in. So yes, bracket talk. Uh, we're looking forward. I think Swerve's going to join us, uh, and and you know Swerve is like a two-legged hot take, right, John? So uh, he will he will be there. He'll be here giving us uh, some hot takes on brackets. And uh, let me say, you and I have been in Swerve's bracket for years, right, John? Yeah. And and, and yeah, I think you and I are in agreement. And since he doesn't listen to the show, uh, this will be all right to say this, John. I think you and I think we win if we beat him, right? And I don't remember not beating him. So. Uh. Right. <laughs> well, haven't you and I cashed the last two years in a row? Uh, I, I, I didn't know you cashed two years ago. I did not. Okay. I was right. We were right there till the end and, and I had a game different or didn't have somebody you had, but yeah, uh, close, but yeah. Okay. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to this. So John, I'm just going to throw this out. No input needed from you at all, John, but, uh, two Kentucky Derby prep races today, one in New Orleans and the other one uh, in uh, South Florida, and so we'll we'll know more about the Derby Trail after today. And both races have big, big favorites. So um, we'll we'll see if they hold up. And you know, it, last year got ugly, but maybe this year everybody will stay healthy and 
all the, all the horses that won the prep races will end up paired up against each other on the first Saturday in May. So there is okay. uh, there 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 is your your highlight. So John, we're up to the 24 minute mark here, and we haven't talked about the uh, sports subject of the week. Uh, the NBA playoffs coming up. You are kidding, right? What's yeah, been what's been on the nightly news four nights in a row, John? Yeah, it's been a lot. Of, it's been highly covered, uh, even yeah. national news. It's right. Been, uh, it was the Tigers. Tigers, Tiger, Tiger's uh, car accident. For you who missed it, uh, Tiger Woods had a car accident <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, it was the lead story on the nightly news Tuesday night. So, uh, and and they've had some non-update update on it uh every night since so uh there you go so john um do we talk about the actual injury and everything or do we talk about how everybody's talking out their ass without having any clue what will happen um, i mean both are are relevant i guess i mean the injuries are pretty severe compound fractures but um well you I mean, I think you watch Lester uh, most nights. I don't know if you were working or whatever last night, but uh, Lester had a soccer player on, right, who had had the same injury and the same surgery, and he did not make it sound like uh, you were just going to bounce right back. So, uh. No, I mean, like, you know, it's a big deal when you have a compound fracture. Um, that's probably the biggest the worst part of the injuries is when when your bone breaks skin. That's that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. And uh, you know, true golf is not a overly <laughs> physical activity. It's not like he has to run up and down a soccer field or scramble in and out of a pocket while three hundred pound defensive linemen are coming at him. But you do have to walk the golf courses that you play and there's a lot of walking and there's certain golf courses that are difficult to walk even for healthy people, i.e. Augusta national being one of them. Yeah. Well, I would, you know, I, I don't know, but I would think the bigger problem is, uh, turning off of his right foot because it's his right leg. I mean, uh, what is he going to be able to, you know, make that move, on his toe or flat-footed to rotate around on that pain-free and able to make the big turn that he's always made that's generated all the power i i would think i would think walking yeah yeah i mean you can get tired and everything but i would think that that move with the golf swing uh with a rod in your leg you know i i mean i mean i think he can do it but can he do it at a professional, you know, high-end professional level to play tournament golf? Right. Yeah. And let's not forget, he just had his fifth back surgery, which right. he used a couple of those discs together. So, what, which well, is also going to limit his mobility right. and flexibility. And, and it, what was not clear what his status was even off that surgery for some time in the future. So, uh, yeah. Well, so, I thought he was going to play, I mean, I don't know if it was confirmed or or what, but I heard that he was going to play some of the Florida swing that mm. uh, they just started this week to, to warm up for the potentially the Masters. 
So. No, he he told he told Jim Nance last Sunday. I can't believe you haven't seen this repeated over and over again. Uh, it was uh, he hoped he was going to be able to play in the Masters, but uh, that was not clear on Sunday. So, uh, you know, he, he He's was definitely not playing in it now. Obvious, John, uh, going strongly obvious there. Uh, going to the hoop with that one, slam dunk. Well done, John. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think we're pretty safe on that, John. In fact, I think uh, you might be pretty safe saying he's not playing in the one in 2022, but uh, based on what what uh, everybody has said. So uh, there you go. And he's not young. No. Well, as golfers go, yes. Yeah. We may not see him again until he's 50 and he joins the senior tour. No, yeah, well, I, I, heard, I saw Michael Collins discussing that he would he would love to add a senior open uh, trophy to his trophy case so he could be the only man to hold every one of the uh, USGA men's trophies uh, in history. But uh, that's yeah, that's some some time away. But uh, as I understood it from Lester Holt's multiple updates and, and a bit of other reading, I haven't. You know, I haven't been enthralled by the, the case. He's got multiple more surgeries left on his leg yet uh, for, for repair work over the next months. So it's not a six-week recovery time. It's a, you know, it, it is six months to a year uh, or more recovery time uh, they're talking about. So uh, it ain't pretty. And, I, and, I, and I'm just wondering if uh, Lester Hold and the NBC Nightly News will have an update every day until he... I kind of hope not. But. Yeah, kind of, yeah, well, there you go. So so there's our there's our Tiger Talk for the week, John, which kind of overwhelmed the entire whatever's happening on the PGA Tour. I'm sure the Tour would love to have you talking, have us talking about the WGC event at a golf course we've never seen before. So, yeah. Uh, in Bradenton. In Bradenton, yeah. There you go. We'll dig around and look at our Florida geography now for where where is Bradenton. But yes, so yeah, there, there's a big big uh, WC World Golf uh, Championship event this weekend, and Tiger has found a way to completely sublimate it. So there you go. All right, John. Uh, quarterback talk. Quarterback talk. So, so the Russell Wilson talk heated up a bit this week. Yeah. Uh, the the Dak Prescott uh, talk. Uh, I don't even know if they're talking, right, <laughs> John? Well, supposedly so, the, the two sides are talking, but nobody knows what they're talking about or if they're even close and what they're going to do. And well, of course, with, with me being in the DFW yeah. um, area, this is. You live. You live in the. You you live in the Plex, John. I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. I didn't think our listeners had ever heard that before. So breaking news. Breaking news. So so John, what what are the radio shows saying? And I'm sure it's kind of like Tiger. Uh, they probably uh, every day talk about Dak, without knowing anything more than they did the day before, right? Yeah, that I, that's my one of my uh, the guys that I actually like. You know. The update. Everybody always wants to talk about the deck update, and the update is there is no update. It's the same as it was yesterday, you know, which was the same as it was the day before that. Right. But yeah, 
we still talk about it ad nauseum and what they should do. And there's lots of opinions and pundits saying, you know, this is right. what the Cowboys should do and what they shouldn't do. And well, they they okay. Let, let me see if I understand the NFL salary workings and the rules. They can franchise him for the coming year. They franchised him last year, right? Yes, they can tag him one more year. They can tag, and that cost them thirty-five. 30, no, it'll, last year it cost them thirty-five. This year it'll cost them thirty-eight and a half. Which all is on twenty twenty-one's books. Yeah. Yep. That's guaranteed money. Which which raises the issue as to how much money the Cowboys have to spend in twenty twenty-one, right? Because. Right. Because the alternative is the Roethlisberger, as we now call it, the Roethlisberger plan, which is a quarterback now for two wimpy burgers later, right? Uh, <laughs> where you where where you sign Dak to a long term deal, which might average out to thirty eight million dollars a year, but the actual money on the books gets pushed off into the future sometime, right? Because the Steelers owe Ben $41 million uh, this yeah. coming year, but only $22 million they have to give him. Uh, if they negotiate, they can get away with, you know, pushing off some $10, 15000000 million into the future. So, you know, the thing about franchising him and, t- as you call it, tagging him, is I think they eat it all. I mean, yeah, you can't push off franchise money. It's... You're, you're paying it all in, in 21, so, yeah. Yeah, so, and the, I guess the real hangout between um, the Dax agent and the front office is the, the term, the length of the contract. Well, uh, that, that, well, you're breaking news again there, John, yeah. It's a short contract so that it can be renegotiation when the new TV contract is comes in. The Cowboys want a longer contract so that they can spread it out longer and keep Dak longer, right? Potentially, right? Um, so the I don't. It doesn't seem like the dollar amount is the issue. Um, you know, whether it's three for one twenty-five or five for one sixty-five, I think it's all right there in the same number range it's just the terms and the length of the contract that is is what's keeping the two sides at bay well and yeah uh which is backwards from the way it normally is when the player usually wants the longer contract and uh the team wants the the short one the short one because crap happens right that just shows you what the nfl the difference in the nfl contract and other pro sports right because in the five years that something happens to Dak, uh, they can just cut him and not be on hook, on the hook for probably at least some of that money, right? Yeah. Right. And him coming off a pretty serious injury himself, which, yeah. you know, all signs and reports and allegedly say that his recovery is on schedule maybe a week or two behind what they had originally projected. So, I mean, you tag him... And don't sign him. That's that's a lot of money to pay somebody that may not be a hundred percent. Right. And 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 I think Dalton's walking, right? Or talking about? 
going to sign him to another one-year contract. Well, is a rumor I, mill I heard this week. Well, I, I rumor mill I read this week had had other teams looking at him as a backup. So uh, there, you, there you go. I and I and maybe he would just as soon stay there in Dallas, but you know, he's, he's made his home. Yeah, well, so. he went to school there. So, but uh, yeah, and I think he's a Texas boy, but. We'll, we'll, yeah. Okay. Well, well, I think we covered all the great issues of the day in sports, right, John? Uh, I, you've got to get geared up for college hoops. Uh, you know, this is not a bad weekend for it, John. You know, some great. Yeah, there's some good matchups. Right. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure that IU Michigan quite makes that list uh, today, but um, I, I will probably uh, watch. Um, I know what what uh, Texas Texas Tech at noon is a really high quality game. Uh, two o'clock Illinois and Wisconsin play, and probably should put this out there for any Illinois lover uh, that might be listening. And I don't think we have any. Uh, you know, their best player broke his nose this week, and so it kind of makes you wonder about them. Uh, though well, they, they just wear those crazy. Uh, uh, he, he did not. I. It, um, they, they. They said he's out indefinitely, and they didn't call it a broken nose. They called it a facial injury, John. So maybe there's more to it. So. Maybe. There you go, John. John doing. You, you know, from his days of uh, operation, uh, John uh, is pulling his knowledge out out there. Um, you know, watching all those episodes of Grey's Anatomy really pays off. Is that right? Wow. I, I knew there had to be a reason for Grey's Anatomy to be watched, and now I know. Uh, Baylor and Kansas tonight, John, uh, 8 o'clock. I think it's a good test for Baylor. I mean, Baylor's coming off a couple. They, they went basically three weeks without playing um, because of the COVID again, and they kind of struggled a little bit last year their last game yeah so yeah so so there you go that's like tomorrow because you know people whine if we don't cover this john uh iowa is at ohio state in the four o'clock cbs game uh, so uh that should that should be a fairly good game i don't think Iowa's the same quality team as the top three teams in the league but um uh, they can they can prove me wrong if they can actually go and win one of these games, right? Yeah, they've. I mean, they they've been pretty inconsistent as well. They've looked really good at times, they, and then they just kind of lay an egg. I mean, heck, they lost to IU twice this year, so that doesn't say much for them. Right. They they've they've lost it to to IU. Uh, Michigan beat them bad this last week. Um, I, I and I watched the Illinois Iowa game. I'm pretty sure Illinois won. At least that night they were at Illinois, so you don't really discredit them much for that. But they uh, to beat one of the to get up there with the top three, you got to be able to beat one of them, right? Head to head. And they, I don't think they've done that yet. And if they lose, they fall into a tie for fourth place with uh, uh, a large school in Indiana. So. Uh, you know who I'll be rooting for for once. Yeah. So, bunch, bunch, bunch of games, bunch of quality games at the top end. Um, we're starting to watch games looking for national champions or t- 
teams that will go deep in our bracket, and I think we got a lot of lot to look at uh, this weekend, John. So rah rah. And and the uh, number one movie out this week is Tom and Jerry, at least the one I've seen most hyped. And you've already heard my my review, right, John? Yeah, yeah. There's another movie coming out, I think, this week on Disney Plus that looked pretty good. I forget what it was, but well, I I, I know I've seen reviews. I haven't seen a lot of promo for it. Uh, what's the name of it? The Government versus Billy Holiday, uh, it, and it's supposed to be really well done. So. Uh, you might 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 look into that. With uh, uh, I I saw the uh, actor who's playing her interviewed, and she's a singer. This is her first big acting role, but uh, I, I, from the clips I saw, she she puts on a pretty good Billie Holiday. So uh, might be worth seeing. Good. Good. All right. Well, there you go, John. Well, uh, happy March, John. Yeah, happy March. The yeah. short month is over. Now we're into uh, springtime. Yeah, now we're now we're up to the one year mark on COVID, and 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 all the anniversaries we'll be talking about in the next couple weeks, right, John? Yeah, only two weeks to uh, to flatten the curve, right? Right, right, flat, flat, flat. Yeah. So, so uh, nobody, nobody here is uh, giving vaccines, John. So hard to flatten the curve. You're not. You, you can't get a vaccine. In I, I can. I cannot get a. I cannot get an appointment with. Uh, I, I have my name in at multiple places, and I am one A. Uh, so you're kind of high up on the list. I, I am as high on the list as you can go, John, and I can't get an appointment. So. So what's the deal? I don't. Uh, they've done a crappy job, and I live in the rural part of Pennsylvania that probably is uh, last come. Last served, right? That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, uh, I, I've known, I've, I've, uh, you know, there've been stories like your, your brother, in Indiana, who is younger than I am, uh, said Indiana bop knocked it down to sixty, and he walked into the VA and bang, they gave it to him. So different, 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 uh, <laughs> different pokes for different folks, huh? close to the racetrack texas motor speedway and yeah. they're vaccinating like ten thousand people a day wow well it's good i i very get efficiently well good well uh, good good for them uh i i guess if you don't freeze to death in texas there are benefits huh yeah 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 we went from a negative two to almost 80 in less than seven days yeah yeah it's not not, not a surprise yeah all right, big guy. Uh, have a good weekend, and, and I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye, bro. Bye, bro.